This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. It's Sunday, January 15th, 2023. And my guests today are two of the best and the rest. It's <laughs> I'll let you all guess which two are the best. Trey Gallion, Sam Levine, and Dan Peralt. Hello, fellas. Hey, hey Doug. <laughs> uh, let's meet y'all individually and alphabetically by first name. Co-creator, I hope I'm saying that right, of American Vandal and Players. Back Correct. after his first appearance last summer in San Diego. Did I get all of that right? All good. All good so far. It's Dan Peralt. Hey, Dan. Hey, Doug. It's good <laughs> to be back. Uh 
players is on uh, DVD. It's on DVD as well as Blu-ray, like the better DVD, and right. uh, and still on Paramount Plus. So viewable in three different formats. I love it, but the the DVD Blu-ray was a recent uh, development. Yes, because uh, someone from your team or Paramount Plus or somewhere reached out to me and was like, "Hey, we would like to see if you're interested in having Dan Peralt on your show." to talk about players being available uh, in another format. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go ask him. He's been on before. Uh, so happy to have you back. And uh, is uh, in addition to plugging players, I, we should talk a little bit more about players. Sure. Uh, Sam Levine, have you seen this show? You know, I haven't. Oh, Sam, it's right up your alley. It's about... Uh, professional teams of gamers. Oh, and uh, I know what a gamer you are. Mm-hmm. I thought about you the whole time I was watching the premiere episode of The Last of Us. Yep, I was like, Sam would love this. He's such a gamer. Yep. Um, but <laughs> but seriously, um, the I, you know, the show is really, um, like you really get in that world. Like, did you yeah. yourself, Dan, have to be much of a gamer to? Uh, create this thing? You know, I was sort of a, a, a casual gamer, mostly a console gamer. And then um, Tony, my co-creator and I, we, we love sports. We love documentaries. And following American Vandal, our first mockumentary, we knew we wanted to do a sports mockumentary. And so at that point, it became a question of, well, what sport would be something that initially you don't feel like you're going to care about, but hopefully by the end, you're unironically rooting for this team that you were kind of laughing at in the beginning. And esports just checked so many boxes for us. <laughs> and then, honestly, I went to a League of Legends All Star event, which included like so many different people from the community. And it was that event that I'm like, this has to be a league show. And no, I didn't know anything about League of Legends. I think I'd heard it in passing, but really it was that like live appearance I went to where I'm like, all right, this is our show. And I have a, a shit ton of research to do to, to make this work. Well, you know, if you're going to stay in that area and you want to uh, go into a more physical sport, I recommend, uh, now I can't, what do they call it? Speed tag or something like that, where two dudes try to tag each other, but there's like obstacles. Oh, I mean, I would love to play that. It is what, well, I don't think you'd like to play it because it looks really (laughs) like the guys are really good at jumping over like these metal bars. It's, It's like. It's kind of like parkour meets yeah. tag. And uh, okay. just when people wipe out, it's so violent because they just, you know, they hit their head on something, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they... <laughs> In what form are you watching this? Is this like a, a, a is there a YouTube channel I can go it's, to? Is this already oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's tons of YouTube of it, but it's I catch it because I'm sitting around in hotel rooms on weekends and there's, you know, seven ESPN channels. And yeah. one movie channel. So I can't find a movie I like. So I end up watching sports. And lately I've been getting into that. And okay. also they've been showing a lot of cornhole is like becoming like uh, bigger. <laughs> and yeah. uh, pick pickleball. Like these weird ass sports are really like gaining more momentum. And but also the way they treat them, all of the commentators, everything is just there's all this language around these games that I've just heard about. And then you're watching it and it's like it's been around for a million years because the the commentators are so into it that they know all the jargon, you know. 
That's just the beauty of ESPN too. Like growing up as a bored kid where ESPN was always on, that's that's what you want ESPN two to be is people yeah. going nuts for hot dog eating and weird stuff like that. Oh my god, today to today when we got into the uh, I'm in a hotel right now, and when I got into the room today, um the uh I flipped on the TV and East ESPN had a slippery steps competition. And this is where this is where people in where head to toe like body wear like like latex like like almost like uh, athletic gear or whatever. They're head to toe in that, and then they have to climb these plastic stairs that they look like ice, but it's not ice. But they've uh-huh. been looped. They've these stairs have been looped. The people have been looped, and while they're trying to climb these stairs, that every time they they like slip, they slide down a staircase essentially. Uh, the whole time they're climbing, people are spraying lube at them and uh, throwing like a beach ball, like balls, like throwing balls at them while they're trying to climb these slippery steps. And that was a sport this morning on ESPN. So, so is this basically professional wipeout? Because that's exactly what I think wipeout is the ABC show, right? Yeah, but it's, uh, but you know, they're trying to get from obstacle to obstacle. This is just right. straight up a set of steps. It looks like the, uh, Kind of like the slide you go down in a gunny sack at a uh, carnival. Yes, and it's uh, it's that it's that format of a, a. It's pretty steep, and the steps are kind of little, so they're hard to grab onto. Like it's literally these people just crawling up these very slippery steps. See who can get there first, and they're even allowed to pull each other back. You're right. even allowed to like push somebody back, and it was you know it was like, and also they had like these 16 year old girls doing it. So I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't think they're pro necessarily, but I, anyway, I could go on forever about these things and I uh, already have. Thank you for being here, Dan. Everybody watch players wherever you can watch it. Our next guest today is I went into the archives and counted it up. I did the work here and he is the winningest guest in the history of this show. Oh, no. <laughs> Not hard to believe. How's that possible? The easily possible. Well, you know, it's kind of like my record on that show at midnight. I was on it more than everybody else, so it was easier to have more wins. Yes. <laughs> um, it's Sam the Man Levine, everybody, oh, aka hello. all that other stuff. <laughs> uh, how's married life treating you, buddy? It's terrific. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. You know, she yeah. puts up with me. What more can I ask for? I got so you know you're still married, so it must yeah, be going yeah. great. No, things are going great. Yeah, yeah, must be awesome. Um, speaking of things that are going great, mm-hmm. uh, our next guest <laughs> is a man who shocked everyone by beating two formidable opponents on his last appearance. It's Trey Gallion. I'm still reeling from that. Like, I can't believe that I won also. Right? You've been a dangling champ now. That's what I call people that are one episode, but then don't come back right away. So you've been uh, out there dangling for a couple of weeks. Are people, do people treat you differently? Do you have a different attitude? Yeah, I've gotten stopped in Trader Joe's in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> while I was grabbing some impossible nuggets, you know, had a woman come up behind me and she was like, you're the guy that never wins on Doug Loves Movies. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you won. And I was like, I know, right? And then I, I know you're kidding, but like, 
you must get recognized by your voice sometimes. You know, like uh, you must have somebody occasionally go, hey, I think I've heard you on a podcast or something. Because, you know what I mean? Like, because well, once you start speaking, it's definitely you, you know? Um, the that Yeah, that bartender here in New York, that's how she recognized me. Like, I, it was my neighborhood bar. and Yes, I, I knew something like that happened. Right. And I'd go in all the time and talk to her because it was on my block, you know, and, and she worked during the day. And so I'd go down there and hang out during the day and talk with her and everything. And then one day she finally put put it together and I was walking by and I waved to her and she came running out and she was like, dude, you're on Doug Loves Movies. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> totally. I totally. Am. Yeah, you are. And uh, now, uh, you know, just a, a force. We'll see how you do today uh against uh against dan and sam it's it's a it's a strong lineup yeah i'm hoping um, they both lock up now dan uh you you said you mentioned you're uh the co-creator of this shows you've created uh, uh tony yesenda yes and um what's is he uh, is being on douglas movie something he'd be interested in or is he not a trivia guy or whatever Oh, he would love that. I didn't know, like, it, do you ever have, like, a duo team option? Has that been done in the history of Doug Love, Loves Movies? Or or I could I could face off against him, whatever, whatever you want. It's happened because we've had, you know, I've had contestants that are just so bad that they need a second person to help mm -hmm. them, uh, <laughs> to sort of guide them. You know, you're, you're Tig Notaros, you're Burt Kreischer's, but I'm not going to name names. The point is... <laughs> <laughs> that some people are absolutely fucking horrible at these games <laughs> and, and those are two of them but um uh no i was but, just uh, saying but, i'm just, uh, I'm just you... asking you because i haven't had the exchange with him where uh you know i haven't had the chance to ask him if he wants to do it and so i'm, I'm basically asking through you uh because I, I i'd love to have him on sometime and it doesn't have to be with you it could be you know separate or you know together whatever but, I, would, I would love nothing more, but I, I do have a question for you. Did that come as a result of like, that would be interesting or because I was so bad the first episode? I was I like, was I wonder what, if Tony's a better guest than this guy, <laughs> but I was thinking the whole time, like, why did I ask this guy to do it? No, uh, I was just excited that the two of you seemed to be familiar with me in the show. And then it yeah. just worked out that you ended up doing it. But cause I, I, sometimes you just like, uh every time i meet like a, a few people together just because somebody likes the show doesn't necessarily mean they want to be on it because because of the aforementioned trivia some people are really uh racked with uh nerves and frustration over uh this kind of these stupid games but another thing that uh some guests might be worried about is uh i like to ask everybody to recommend a movie mm -hmm. and uh, I change up the the uh, permutations, the limitations of what you can recommend. And in this case, I've been asking people for the month of January for a resolution movie, which is a movie you've always meant to see. And now in 2023, you're going to, you know, commit and get her done uh, because also I'm going to reach out occasionally and go, have you watched it yet? I'm going to follow up. I love you know, that. Cause like, cause like last, the last episode, people were like, I've never seen the matrix. I've never seen it's a wonderful life. And I'm like, well, the, both of you people need to get your lives together. and just fucking sit down and watch those classics and get it over with. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't end up enjoying it, it's still like such a weird hole to have 
especially if you're a person that likes movies, to have not seen something like The Matrix, you know? You don't have to watch all of them, obviously. But does one come to mind for you, Dan? Have you thought of a movie that's yeah. really missing from your movie experience? I mean, I'm going to give you a very literal calculated response, which is I, as you were speaking, I went on Letterboxd. And you know, <laughs> you know how you can sort by your watch list and you can yeah, sort by yeah. your rated. So what Letterboxd is telling me is the best movie on my watch list that I have not watched is 12 Angry Men. Now, I would not have said that out of the blue. Um, I would have probably <laughs> said the thing if I'm going with my with my heart. But if I'm going with like a sort of, as I said, calculated what this website's telling me, it, it's I'll, I'll watch both. I'll watch 12 Angry Men and I'll watch uh, the thing back to back as they were intended to be viewed. Oh, I like it. But you, for our purposes today, you just have to pick one. I want to push you to, uh, you're talking John Carpenter's The Thing, yes? Yeah, yeah. There's been three three versions now. There's the, the original black and white one where The Thing just sort of looked like a, a big vegetable or something, like a carrot. And then um, John Carpenter's The Thing, which has some of the most awesome practical creature effects uh, in the history of cinema. And then they made another one recently, but I didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't think it was a bad movie, but you know, I don't know why they bothered to remake it. Well, I've also heard that, and I, I know very little about it, um, but I've also heard that the follow-up to the thing is a prequel. Like John Carpenter did a prequel, I think. And that he did. <laughs> what is the second? So I I'm in for the whole thing franchise. I'll start as I'm supposed to with the first one, but I heard that the second one is a prequel that, si that that sort of seamlessly lines up with the beginning of the first. I could be completely wrong about that. I, I can jump in and answer that. So the, the, the sequel of sorts that we're talking about is from 2011. And okay. Th that's supposed to be the prequel to the 82, the thing. Got it. And what they call it? What was that, it called? It's also no. called The Thing. It is. Yeah. Very confusing. I mean, so both take place on uh, Antarctica, I, I believe. Uh, at least the '82 one for sure does, and mm -hmm. it begins with a, a like a, a dog running away from a different, uh, you know, a, a, a settlement group. I don't know what they call it. Uh, right, right. Yeah, a, a, you know, group of scientists or whatever. And we don't know that story. We only know the story after the dog arrives with you know our cast. So the 2011 uh, one, which I've not seen, it's the story of the how the dog when everything happens at that with that group leading up to the dog running away i see i see so it's kind of a prequel but it, not really because it's just essentially a, a similar story and setting but like none of the same characters i believe so yeah because everybody in that yeah. yeah all right um might be worth checking out but john carpenter's the thing is definitely something you should see dan and and you should see 12 angry man but i'm not i'm not really that's not something I would it's it's you know it's a strong well-made drama with 12 great actors you know just sitting around arguing about you know it's jury duty basically yeah. jury duty the movie uh Sam what's your resolution movie what should you watch that you've never seen honestly I was not prepared for this question Doug no and, uh, nobody can ever be no and um I you know I'm I'm old school I still have uh, uh, a satellite so I love flipping around, seeing what's on, on the boob tube, as they call it. Everyone still calls it that, right? 
Uh, and uh, there's a movie that keeps popping up. Uh, and every time I see it, I think to myself, oh, I want to watch that one of these days. And it's also a movie that's been around for over 10 years now, and I've never gotten around to watching it. And it's got uh, many friends of ours in it. And that's one of the reasons why I always think, oh, I really should watch this movie. And just last night, I almost watched it, but then didn't. And that movie is Friends with Kids. Okay. Yeah. See, that's, uh, see that's Sam. That's your way of saying I've seen every important movie. I've seen every important movie. No, there's others that I'm missing, but that was, uh, you caught me unprepared. And that was <laughs> in know, my brain. But- I'm and looking you... for a movie that, like, if you said to someone, I've never seen Friends with Kids, their response wouldn't be like, why are you even saying this to me? Right. Like, why do I care? Right. You know what I mean? Like a classic. I Not a movie that just had a bunch of our friends in it that's sure. got mixed reviews. I think a couple years ago I sat <laughs> down and, like, I looked at, like, the AFI, like, top 250, and I'd seen all of them. Oh, my God. So, all right. We'll stay with dude. Friends with Kids because I, yeah. I, I do appreciate you know that it's got uh, you know T- John Hamm and Adam Scott in it. I yeah. think. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I saw it. I definitely saw it. All right, Trey. I mean, I'm Trey. To... Trey wouldn't name a movie called Friends with Kids because he doesn't even want to have friends with kids. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends with some lovely kids and friends oh, with okay. some really horrible kids too. All right, but... good. I just know that you're uh... against uh, children in bars. Yes, very much so. <laughs> which happened again the other night. It was. <laughs> And Coco just stared at me as soon as the kids walked in. She just stared at me to see what my reaction was going to be. <laughs> you held it together. Yeah. Well, the one kid came walking over and like was doing the yelling thing around the bar where he just like, bah, bah. and he came up to our table and yelled. And I was like, yo, you want to grab your thing? Um, <laughs> and Coco kind of was like, hey, there's that's enough of that. I was like, fair, but, you know, grab their thing. Get it out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just you got a thing on the brain now, thanks to uh, Dan's choice. What do you think, Trey, is uh, a movie you need to see? I, you know, I knocked a big one off the list, actually, this last year with uh, Citizen Kane. Oh, that know. is big. Yeah, yeah. And that was also big because then it was like, you know, entire episodes of The Simpsons were more funny than... Right. Uh, well, that's the thing about Citizen Kane, though, to me, is like as much as I enjoy it, and I do think it's, you know, it's rightfully called one of the best movies ever made. I don't think I wouldn't go up to a, you know, a younger person and be like, you really need to see this. You know, like, I feel like there's uh, stuff that's, you know, more important uh, as far as, you know, just yeah, man. Seeing, seeing the good stuff. But it is good, though, right? You liked it? Yeah, yeah, but for sure, you know, knock out Dazed and Confused and Fast Times at Ridgemont High and stuff like that first. Yeah, know? the real then, classics. Right, and then work your way back, you know? So what's one you haven't seen? Well, that's a really good question, man. Is it hard to even think of movies you haven't seen? Because why, you, you, why would you even be aware of them? You haven't seen them. Right, exactly. Plus, <laughs> also, it's like, like I said, it was like Citizen Kane was the one that was at the top of my list for so long. Uh, you know, just from hearing other people talk about it, not from people even bugging me to watch it. And then it was finally like, all right, I got to watch this thing. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, what's the, like for me, a big one that I've never watched beginning to end. And I, and I intend to keep it that way. Cause I just, I don't, I just not about what it's, what it represents is uh, gone with the wind. 
Oh, you know? yeah, that's definitely on my I've never seen. I've seen it in bits and pizzas, like, you know, if mom's watching it when you walk in or whatever. Yeah, I wish I could have watched it in bits and pizzas. <laughs> it's a, bring a bring a lunch and a snack. It's a long. One. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's long. It, and... Is there wait? Is it a musical too? No, it's not a musical. Okay, then that's even <laughs> okay. No, it's you know Rhett Butler is uh, played by what's his name Clark Gable, and he's you know a uh, real manly man who doesn't give a damn. Right at the very end, that's what he says. As yeah, down. I only know the last line. If you if yeah. you would if you adjust for inflation, it's considered the biggest movie of all time. Yeah, because oh, everybody, everybody saw it, but they all paid a nickel. <laughs> yeah, uh, fifty cents or whatever it was, a nickel almost, <laughs> except for Avatar. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, you're you're. <laughs> Trey Galleon's hanging out down at the Nickelodeon again because he just <laughs> see anything for nickel. Uh, um, I, you know what? I'd go. I'd say Giant because I've seen. Rebel oh, that's a, a cause, perfect one. But I haven't seen Giant. Yeah, that's a perfect one because you know. And what about East of Eden? I mean, you might as well if you could see in a person's entire filmography with just three movies, uh, you might as well knock off all knock out all three James Dean movies. You know. Oh, wait. And then East of Eden, that was Marilyn Monroe in that one, too? Mm-mm. No, she was in the one that they were filming when he died, right? Mm-mm. No. Okay, never mind. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't think. <laughs> I think they were filming Giant when he died. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he had shot enough of his stuff that they were able to make it work, I think. I, uh, Marilyn Monroe just popped into my head. I don't think he has a fourth movie. Well, it's funny. We were just talking about Clark Gable and Marilyn Monroe were doing a movie together called The Misfits, I think, that didn't get finished because she died. Oh, maybe that was it. Maybe it was she think, died. But I'm also not positive about that. Uh, he yeah. definitely died while they were shooting Giant. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, those are great. Those three. Well, two of those. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... There's great no job great job sam seeing everything and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i guess that explains why you're so good at these games that when people say to me how why is sam so good at that i'm gonna get i'm gonna say because the only movie he hasn't seen is friends with kids and when did that come <laughs> uh-huh. all right we got to go to a commercial break and then we're gonna play some games we'll be right back Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back, and uh, sorry for that one being a little extra long. Sam had to go do something. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for uh, enduring those commercials uh, to enjoy this free content. And now we're going to play a game that I just invented. It's a fresh <laughs> one, and it's called Avatar Tar. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just mostly just try to come up with names for things that are going to make Sam laugh. <laughs> and Avatar Tar is confronting the fact that we have uh, two motion pictures with the word Tar in the title in theaters now. Uh, Avatar, 
the way of water and tar t-a-r uh about lydia tar i had that's a movie i haven't seen yet but i wouldn't call that you know a resolution movie it's just something that's, i just have that's to my see. favorite movie of the year doug oh <gasps> really yep interesting sounds like somebody didn't see top gun maverick <laughs> oh i saw it <laughs> and, I, and i thoroughly enjoyed it but okay good it out for me Okay, because I there's too many people that refer to that movie as best picture material, and uh, I do not see it for me personally. I'm still bummed about the Kelly McGillis thing. Oh, right, the way they murdered her so she couldn't be in it. Yeah, like you couldn't find something for her to do. (laughs) That'd be just so funny if she's just like working like at a bar or something, and Tom Cruise (laughs) just goes in and goes, "Hey." uh, let me give you an update on how, how great my life is going. Because does he even is she supposed to be dead? Like, what's she supposed to be in Top Gun Maverick? I don't remember them addressing it at all. It's just like, like he just hey, doesn't here's have Jennifer that Connelly. Isn't she cute? Yeah, I mean, it's thirty years later, so of course he doesn't still have the same girlfriend unless he, you know, married her, and that obviously wasn't where that relationship was going. Well, how do you know uh, that could have been a great American love story is how they, ended uh, it, you, know? you know, all of their dates were like, just uh, how often can you be on the back of a motorcycle at sunset before you get sick of it or chasing each other through the streets of Ocean State, <laughs> California? They did that. Right. Yeah. Remember when she's flying in her little Porsche oh, yeah. boxer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't I I. I I am. I feel bad bringing up my feelings about Top Gun Maverick because people love it so much, and I don't want to. I don't want to take anybody's joy away, but it's just a bunch of planes flying around. They don't even have. There's not even a villain or an enemy. Well, there is. There is. But you just don't know who it. It's what very is. strategic how they decided to portray yeah. the enemy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so this game Avatar Tar. Here's how it works. Dan's gonna go first, and then Sam, and then tray uh but you know from there anything can happen because dan i'm going to give you a fun fact Mm -hmm. uh, that applies to avatar way of water or tar or neither and you have to guess which one and if you get it wrong then sam gets a chance and if sam gets it wrong and trey's been paying attention he gets uh the gimme point whenever somebody gets a point uh, the next uh, round starts with the the next person in line. Good luck, everybody. Dan, Tar, or Avatar, or neither, used the audio of screams from the movie The Blair Witch Project. Having not seen Tar, but having seen Avatar. Ooh, is there, there screaming? Have, is there screaming in Avatar? There has to be. There's 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 destruction and fire, like natural scenarios for screams to happen. But would James Cameron? He just I don't think Cameron's the kind of guy to to sample that. Uh, but it's one of those things where it's too weird to to not be true. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say it applies to Tar. That is correct. I'm surprised. Sam, Sam, were you on the same wavelength there? I certainly was. In fact, I I thought I even remembered it from Tar, which I've seen twice. Oh, right. You're such a Tar head. I said it's my favorite movie of the year. This is going to work out good for you, maybe, because just that I just thought, like, you know, 
Trey, you haven't seen Tar, right? No. Do you know what it's about? I have no clue. It's Kate Blanchett plays a uh, compose uh, a, a uh, you know not a composer conductor. conductor a conductor like a famous successful fancy conductor in a in a very long movie that Sam's seen twice. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it, so, is it another like three hour one? Not quite. Two thirty eight or forty. Yeah, but I do like probably, probably seven minutes if you want to dip then. But the point is that it's funny to me that there are screams in tar that were lifted from another horror movie. Cause I screaming is not what I thought would happen in tar and I haven't seen it yet. All right. Uh, Sam, you're up first on this next one. Okay. Uh, and again, you, you, you know, you, you, we were just talking about the, the length. So you have an insider inside track on the, uh, uh, on the length of tar here. Okay. Uh, is longer than Avengers Endgame. Avatar, Tar, or neither. So is, you're asking if either of those movies is longer than Endgame. Yeah, or neither of them, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, Avatar. One or both or neither. What? Uh, I'm going to say Avatar is longer than Endgame. That is correct. Three hours, 12 minutes. Oof. Yeah, and then uh, Endgame is three hours and one minute, and uh, Tar is two thirty-eight, as as previously mentioned. That's including credit uh, scenes. Trey, both yeah. these guys are on the board, so you have to get this one. And this was—I was hoping this was going to be a game where it was movies that have the word Tar in them, and I was just going <laughs> to rattle through all the Star Wars movies. I had it all planned out. Yeah. Star does have tar in it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Trey yep. has a character in it named Sharon Goodnow. Is that tar, avatar, or neither? Well, I don't think it's what? avatar because they got weird names in avatar, right? So I'm going to go with tar. You think the last name Goodnow? is uh not a weird name well that wasn't the question though the question was do i think that's a character <laughs> in one of those movies right and i you think said the sure... name didn't have the tar weird yeah oh I'm i see you have good now is a is a normal last name <laughs> i mean <laughs> fa- fairly for earth yeah you're right it's tar i might be yeah too sam am i saying it right uh, I don't know that we really hear her last name that much. I know the oh, character you're talking Aaron. about. It's, it's uh, Nina. Yeah, is, and they just uh, call her Sharon. Nina Haas plays Sharon. Okay. All right, Dan, you're up. Uh, everybody's got a point. Dan, uh, Avatar to Tar or neither. Someone says the word buttholes. Oh. I think I got this. I re- I remember there were being there were some really bad insults in my opinion in Avatar, too. Oh, really? The writing in a James Cameron movie a little substandard. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna say the kid, the human kid who wore the mask. That kid definitely insulted one of his buddies using or his dad using the word buttholes. I, you know, now that you mention it, I think the kid in Terminator 2 
I think he says buttholes. Does he? Uh, and you're right. I think that James Cameron, that buttholes for him is a go-to like swear word that's not really a swear word. Um, yeah, it's like his Easter egg, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wish I wish that every James Cameron movie gave us the opportunity to search for buttholes. That'd be um, awesome. But I don't think uh, I, I I don't feel like Aliens or Titanic has any buttholes. Do you think I would love that if it's in Titanic somewhere? Avatar Four: <laughs> The Search for Buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just it's just so funny that he that 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 man wrote down you know typed or whatever the word buttholes. Like, what a weird. I mean, I know it's a kid character, I guess, saying it. So I didn't I didn't realize that. That's the fun thing about this game is I put it together without having seen either of these games. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I have some ideas, obviously. But uh, all right. So who got that one? Dan got that one. All right, Sam, you're up. Oh, boy. Uh, includes the line. It's either Avatar tar or neither includes the line someone needs to learn how to conduct themselves <laughs> I just like <laughs> uh, let's see I'm, I'm racking my brain uh you didn't see both, though. You haven't seen Avatar? I, I have seen Avatar. Oh, you have? Okay. Oh. Yeah. I, you, you should remember if anybody said that. I, I think the answer is neither. You're going neither? Yeah. I mean, it'd be silly for someone to say it in Tar because she's a conductor. Yeah. So that would just be ridiculous. I agree. That's why you laughed. I did laugh. When I said because it, because you said it, it was very yeah. on the nose. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is in okay. me. Oh. <laughs> I would have been so ha- personally. I would have been so happy if if somebody managed to say something like that in Avatar. That would have been, <laughs> been a good trick question. It would have been a great trick question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, <laughs> we came down. That was those were all the all of the uh, the rounds. Like everybody did such a great job of getting the right answer. Like on the first try, that it didn't. Uh, didn't move around much so uh unfortunately trey because dan and sam were so smart the they uh and i'm sorry to you too sam because uh this is the tiebreaker and dan gets to go first if dan misses it then sam gets a shot if sam misses it then trey uh you could you'd be tying it up basically so it's a little little too late oh get a shot yeah, it just didn't. I, I really thought things would get passed around a little more, but everybody did a great job on this one. So, Dan uh, features the line, Hope dies last. Is that Avatar, Tar, or neither? Hope dies last. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. I do think the tiebreaker is the hardest, is the hardest question of this round. Dies last. <clears throat> I'm going to go with neither, but it's a close call. I'm going to go with neither. Neither is incorrect. Ah, boy. Sam. Come on, Sam. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm really. uh, I. (laughs) All right. Is it? I'm going to say tar. (gasps) You're going tar? Yeah, I'm going tar. 
You saw it twice. I did see it twice, and it's that's the only reason it's ever so slightly ringing a bell. So I'll say tar. It's a short ass line, so you know they somebody could have just went hope dies last, yeah. and you you know you're you're busy looking at something else or thinking about how great your marriage is going. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is tar. It's from oh. tar. Oh, Sam is our winner Good. of that game. Doesn't mean much. <laughs> Just means thanks, Doug. No, I mean it, it means a lot. It just you know, in terms of showing off your skills, but in terms of our games today, it just means you get to go first in our last game. And as a, you, of course, know better than anybody, it's not always an advantage to go first. I, I do, and know. we'll find out whether it is or is not an advantage when we come back right after these messages. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back and Sam Levine is in the catbird seat. Uh, he gets to go first in our second and final and crucial game. And uh, that game is called the little search engine that could oh man yeah and uh this is where i type a word into the imdb search engine and then write down the films that uh, come up uh in order in this case i've written down uh six titles that have the word in them I'll tell you the word, and then uh, Sam gets to go first. And uh, Trey, I'm sorry, but we flipped the order around, so it goes Sam, then Dan, then you. <laughs> right, of course it does. Yeah, yeah that's cool. it's all arbitrary, but also <laughs> seems to be working out perfectly for everybody but you. And hey man, um, you know I roll with it. You do. That's that's what what we love about you. So, uh, but you know, this is anybody's game because this is, you know, the algorithm on IMDb is just based on uh, popularity of, uh, you know, just popularity in the time and the moment that I type in the word. And since we just rang in a new year, the word is right. No, I'm kidding. The word is ring. It comes up in a lot of titles, movies and television. Of course, we're just doing the movies. I've written down the top six movies on the IMDb list that have the word ring in them. Sam gets to guess first, then Dan, then Trey. Then we repeat that same order two more times. You each get three guesses. And uh, we'll see. I don't think you will. My guess is that you will not uncover all six answers with your nine guesses. Sam, what do you think? Uh, question. Uh, when you do this, because I can't remember how we played it before, if there's like TV stuff that comes up, do you discount that? Or is that a answer. answer? Answer. No questions at this time. <laughs> no. Um, movies, move, uh, TV shows are filtered into it. Uh, they're, you know, they're in the list, but I skip them when uh, discerning the, the order. Okay. You know, so if if, some, if there's a TV show as we're ringing, it could be in there. But we're, we've you put that aside okay. and just just listed the the films with the word 
ring. Okay, thank you. Um, you know, this is like what uh, what uh, you know Trey was hoping for with that last game that he just had to find words that have tar. You know, movies that have the word tar. In them. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the game. I mean, I won on this last episode, so. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, See, that's well, that's what, what makes it an anything can happen game. Uh, what do you think, Sam? Okay. Well, uh, based on your answer to my question, I am going to say, uh, "The Ring," starring Naomi Watts. Number three oh, wow. on the okay. list. Okay. And to let you know, points wise, how that works is that uh, number three is worth four points because number one is worth six, and number six is worth one. So Sam is on the board with four points and The Ring from 2002 starring Naomi Watts based on uh, Japanese IP. Dan? You know, The Ring was was definitely going to be all of our first answers. So with that out, off the board, I got to go with the only other movie I can think of with Ring in it, which is The Bling Ring. Ooh. The Bling Ring. Turns out... Number four on the list. I, you can't hear the word ring and be thinking about movies without thinking of Bling Ring. It's just such a uh, such a catchy title and a true life uh, crime group or whatever. Uh, so that's worth three points for you, Dan. Cool. Nice work. Trey? Are you guys messing with me? What do you mean? Oh, I, I, I see what you mean. I think I do know what you mean. That the that both Dan and Sam seem to be behaving as if their answers were the most obvious ones. Right. And you've thought of something that's even more obvious. Well, especially considering like where you would place it on a list of IMDB. Okay. The Yeah, but The Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Now, here's the question I have for you. How much do you I want you to say the exactly correct title so are you sticking with that answer oh no <laughs> Lord of the Rings the Fellowship of the Ring now I want you to get the exactly right answer so are you sticking with that answer? Oh, oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> you got it right the first time is okay. the lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring is number one. Oh wow right. okay. well all right i'll have to ask my follow-up question all right six points oh can it have the word ring in it twice yes it can no that was not <laughs> <laughs> well we're talking about it now i assumed uh rings of power the amazon Lord of the Rings series would have been number one based on popularity oh, yeah. and all oh, that. That's yeah. why no, I was asking. It's actually doing quite well on the list. It's like okay. uh, like fifth or something. Oh, but wow. okay. but but that specific Lord of the Rings movie that Trey said is number one. Wow. Okay. Good yeah. guess, Trey. Maybe people looking up that because the show is so popular, that's driving them to look up the movies. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything more. We're going to go back to you, Sam, for your second guess. It's a very tight matchup, but Trey is in the lead. Wow. I can't. Yeah. This is some bizarre <laughs> universe stuff. I, okay. Go ahead. Sorry, Sam. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, so Trey, you're probably using good luck here that you could be using like on the lottery or something that would actually improve your life. Seriously. <laughs> Although this is probably way more fun. It is fun. Yeah. Uh, I will <laughs> say the Japanese film that The Ring is based on called Ring You. You know, Sam, why do you have to be like so smart and such a show off Ringu is number two on the <laughs> list oh, stop. five it's only, more points for Sam only because I, I know was... if you if you search for Pulse the Japanese horror remake that I was in Cairo yeah. the Japanese film always comes up with it I see that's why I place the logic yeah excellent wow. work dan. <laughs> dan have you thought of any other yes with yes ring and i can't believe i said bling ring is obviously the most second most iconic <laughs> ring movie uh, <laughs> but i did say that and it was recorded you did, um, yeah. okay so i think i know the answer to this question but sequels are, it's just literally what comes up, right? So sequels are allowed. So it's, I'm either going to say, I guess I'll say Return of the King. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. This is where we take an interesting turn because that movie did not crack the top six. Wow. The, it won Best Picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has to settle for that. Uh, for whatever reason, other Ring movies are getting more attention on IMDb. Trey, what have you got? What do you got? Well, I got two, and one of them is a Lord of the Rings movie. The other one, uh -huh. surprisingly, is not. Mm. Yeah, well. So it's which one to go with, especially after Daniel's failed attempt there. Uh, I'm going to go with the. Uh, the Lord of the Rings, the two towers. Um, you know, maybe it's just the expression two towers is like uh gone out of favor or something, but for whatever reason, it is also not. Wow, I just blew it. Six. I don't know if you blew it. You still got a third third chance. Now we have to see though if Sam can uh make his lead even more harder to surpass. Well, but Naming yet another. I, I think we're out of movies with Ring in the title that I can think of, except the Naomi Watts sequel, The Ring 2. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, stuck on these Japanese horror movies today. Yeah. She did two of those, and uh, The Ring 2 came in at number five. Sam, ah, oh, wow. two more points. I don't think I don't think you can be beat at this point. Uh but uh, what what else have you got, Dan? Did you think of any more? Yeah, I got one. I feel fairly confident about this, which is the the Lord of the Rings, the I believe seventies animated feature. Oh yeah. Oh, Ralph Bakshi. Um, unfortunately, no. Okay. Aww. But that was really that was a good idea. Thank you. You you definitely win uh, most effort. 
Man, and I normally get that one. Way to go, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm in this for. All right, Trey. Uh, if you name the only one left on the board is number six of the six. And um, so even if you name it, it's not going to be enough points to surpass Sam. But uh, I can't if, believe Sam and his ring movies. You have a guess. Go ahead. And uh, uh, all three of them. Ring of Fire. Um, I like that as an answer, but it did not make the cut. Number six. This is another thing is there's like recently made movies that nobody's heard of still managed to crack these things. And apparently in 2021, a movie called came out called Ring of Desire. Oh, How is wow. that better than Ring of Fire? I didn't say it was better. Oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I said more people whatever. are searching it. But, but yeah. people are probably like, no Ring of Fire. And like, I got to find out about this Ring of Desire. Because <laughs> that, that sounds better I than a Ring of Fire. Of? What's that? Is Ring of Desire a movie I should have heard of? <gasps> That's what is I'm saying. Is it like list? it like slipped out in 2021? Might even be foreign or something. Hmm. But yeah, I did not expect anyone to uh, to pull that one. Um. So congratulations, Sam Levine. You are our winner oh, once again. Eh, I got, go, I got lucky with the rings movies. The non-Lord yeah. of the Rings rings. Yeah. Well, that's the, you know, there was definitely a big, uh, not only a big score with getting the six points for naming Fellowship of the Rings, but uh, a trade galleon of all people to be the first one to name a Lord of the Rings movie in a rings game. And then also somehow pick the only one that made the Right. I, I will say I, I got lucky with uh, going where I had to go that they both said the other two Lord of the Rings movies before I could. So, right. Yeah. yeah. No, it really helps you out there, Sam, which is what often happens when Sam wins is because others lose. Oh, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, what have you got to promote? Promote yourself, buddy. Uh, hey, I don't know when, but Minx is back. That's Yay! right. HBO Max to hell with you. Um, That's so exciting that they is... just Minx found a new home because that, you know, a lot of times when people are like, we're trying to find a new place for it, it just doesn't work out because it's like the old place doesn't want to just give it away easily, you know? Right. Yes. You know, so it's a whole entanglement. Yes, it, it usually is. But in this case, it was, a, a, I'm happy to say, a relatively seamless transition. Uh, Minx season two will at some point to be determined in the future air on stars. Yeah. So uh, we got to get like a, when it, Minx comes out, we got to get a trial to watch stars. Yep. <laughs> yep. Definitely, that's the time to do that's, it. That's one of the ones I've held out on and never actually purchased. I just get a, you know, just figure out ways to watch the occasional good thing that shows up there. Yeah. Uh, but they're getting more good things, obviously, because I love season one of Minx and uh, look forward to more. It was yes. just crazy the way they shot the entire season. They were like on their second to last day of shooting or something when they decided to say uh, they didn't want to uh, air it. Yeah, they, they tried to Batgirl Minx season two, but <laughs> we said no. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, Dan Peralt, Players is on paramount plus and you can purchase it to own do you think there's fun extras and stuff on the blu-ray oh my god i live for the extras on the two shows that i've done because it's it's all of my cut jokes it is like 80 <laughs> percent of my material it is on the extras so i i'm not just plugging players but specifically plugging the extras okay 
check out the player extras and uh thanks for doing this and we'll get tony on sometime soon and uh maybe yes. maybe together maybe separate i don't know what anything could happen trey galleon yo dude yeah. you were a champion for a second there I was, and I hung in there today. I was, I mean, you know, Sam's yeah. the champion for a reason. Yeah. No, miracle pull today on the Lord of the Rings, uh, the fellowship, if you will. Uh, what's uh, Trey Gallion on all the socials? G A L Y O N. Uh huh. Yeah. Not G A Y L O N. You got what I say? Do you have. No, um, no, yeah, you said it right. Okay. And you got any shows coming up? I do. I got some exciting stuff. Um, May the 12th and 13th in Raleigh and then Austin, May 19th and 20th, at, finally at the new Cap City, my home club. I get nice. to check out the new room and we're going to record those shows for the Helium guys and, and see what comes out. Oh, make a little album. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, hopefully. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like the stuff that I'm working on now. And then, yeah, so I'll be doing a bunch of shows around New York, especially leading up until then and get some more road stuff. So you guys just keep checking all my social stuff and uh, I'll keep you updated there. Just got done with some fun shows in Knoxville. That was a great time. Right on. Yeah. Um, next Dynasty typewriter show in L.A. is on Sunday, February 5th at 420 and uh sam levine will uh i'll hit you up to have you back uh on the show real soon okay and uh thanks dan Pralt, sam levine trey galleon as always i want you to have a good life be happy salute now it's time for doug to watch another talkie eyes of gold is nope. viewing prowess makes him cocky there's no room in his heart for you because doug